Welcome to Christianity A to Z. Thank you for joining us for another week. We are looking at the letter K and we're going to be talking about the kingdom of God, God's kingdom. Uh, I'm Tom Sweetman. I'm one of the pastors at Cornerstone Church. I'm here with Ben Reid. Hello. And I'm here with Pete Woodcock. Hello. Also pastors at the church. And uh, as I say, we're going to be thinking about the kingdom of God today. Uh, We are moving Christianity A to Z podcasts onto their own channel. Uh, so we hope that will make it easier for you to listen to past episodes and to be notified when future episodes are released. Uh, you can still go onto our general Cornerstone Church YouTube channel to find other resources, as well as our website, cornerstonechurchkingston.org. And so do check out those, uh, those places. Uh, Kingdom of God, well, there's lots of places that we could turn uh, in the New Testament to begin to define what it is, um, but we're going to go to uh, the Lord's the Lord's prayer first, aren't we, Peter? Yeah, to... yeah. Well, I mean, it just shows you how important this subject of kingdom is in the, in the thinking of Jesus, because when he teaches us to pray um, in uh, Matthew chapter six, uh, he says, "Pray this: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come." Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then give us today our daily bread and so forth. So, you know, he's majoring on one of the the great petitions and therefore one of the things that should be taking us up is is that we're asking the Lord that his kingdom will come come and Mm. and, uh, his will be done on this earth. So Mm. it's obviously a major thing. Mm. And then, of course, as you read through, I mean, Matthew's gospel, you'll see kingdom, 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 kingdom. Jesus tells parables about kingdoms. Mm. And uh, uh, there's just a lot, isn't there, in the New Testament about kingdom. Mm. And it's it's got kind of tentacles which stretch back and forward hasn't it so the kingdom of god although that phrase is not actually mentioned in the old testament um the idea of it is central to the understanding of the old testament which is that um that god's people are living under god's rule and god's reign in the world um and that is something that is realized in christ when christ comes and he begins to preach and he identifies himself as the king of god's kingdom um and that's something that people come into now by repentance and faith isn't it so when we pray uh, your kingdom come, um, partly what we're asking is that is that the Father would bring more people under the Lordship of Christ, isn't it? We want the kingdom to come in the sense that people go from darkness to light and come under the rule and the reign of Jesus. Um, so there's a, there's a kind of past and a present element to that, but there's a, there's a sort of future element as well, isn't there? Hmm. It's a surprising thing it's not mentioned in the Old Testament. I, if you'd asked me that, I would I would have said yes, it is. Um, but I guess just because it it is in sort of it's implied, isn't it? Um, His, God's it the God's people. kingship is talked about, yeah. but that phrase, kingdom of God. Yeah, and maybe you would think Israel is the I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's quite interesting that. Uh, but it's interesting that we we have to pray. It's a thing that we're praying for. That sort of insinuates that it's not here in fullness quite yet, and that's why it's something we have to to pray for um and it makes a lot of sense doesn't it because we it was obvious when you look at the world i mean only in the last couple of days there's been sort of bombings in jerusalem again hasn't there and i saw something this morning about gunmen in russia and it's just this world is not the kingdom of of god is it as it as it ought to be Mm. um and there's you mentioned earlier there's the dominion of darkness as a passage um that we'll get to uh, we really feel like we're in enemy territory quite a lot of the time. And I suppose that's why we pray for God to come and redeem us from it and 
mm. bring his kingdom here. Mm. Yeah, we want we want the king to return, don't we? And for the fullness of his kingdom to be realized on earth. And mm. I think all of that is tied up in the Lord's Prayer, isn't it? Your kingdom come now. We want more people to know King Jesus. But Jesus, King, come and come, come again, come mm. and bring your perfect rule and reign upon the earth, and uh, and we can live in that. So it's got it's sort of is multi-dimensional, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah. Other other thoughts about it? Well, I was, I was just thinking of the Old Testament. Although that phrase is not used, you you have that whole business, mm. don't you? Of uh, it's it's interesting, isn't it? The people of God is you know. Uh, asking for a king and th- and that in itself was an error because god is king mm. um and then they want a king that is very worldly yeah. saul king saul the first king and he's handsome and you know good looking and all of that sort of stuff um uh and then god you know brings in a king to show us this whole sort of kingdom thinking really mm. of king david but even the greatest king, and King David is there, isn't he, uh, is a failure. Mm. Uh, so the greatest human leader, um, even under God, even following God, even a, a man after God's own heart, still actually fails. You know, he's an adulterer and a murderer um, and fails uh, to rule in, in full wisdom and godliness he fails in many many areas um and that that pushes us doesn't it to think that there's another king yeah. coming he's just a picture mm. a, a, you know a frail picture of the great king is coming and then when you open up the and, the, and then you have the book of kings and things like yeah. that and there's king after king after king and yeah. you've got the two sort of um kingdoms of the south and the north you've got uh, one where uh it's it's the um hereditary you know that the son becomes king and then there's one where the the best person becomes king uh, and they both fail the, both those systems of kingship fail there's mm. is he the king no 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 and then you open up the new testament and bang you've suddenly got jesus and and uh he's talking about kingdom and he is the king mm-hmm. i mean you've got that whole expectation and anticipation yeah. of yeah. Of a yeah. perfect one. Yeah, who's it's interesting come. that, isn't it? And that's why to those to those first hearers uh, of Jesus's ministry, um, those who were familiar with the, the, the things you've just been talking about, that would have been a dynamite phrase for them, wouldn't it? You yeah. Know, the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm. You know, it's here. It's in your midst. It's in your presence. The King has come. Repent and believe. Um, mm. You know, they they would have they would have known what sort of thing was being claimed there, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, that God that God's King had had arrived. Um, Although it's not. Um, Maybe some of them were expecting a yes. sort of a worldly kingdom. So the kingdom of, of God is near. Pick up your swords and shields and let's go and yeah. claim it. Yeah. But it's not that, is it? It's interesting. It's the kingdom is near. Repent and believe. Mm. It's just, um, it's mm. not what you would expect a sort of conquering king to, mm. to come and mm. bring to the table. Well, that's really helpful. Let's just bounce off that a minute because we in our evening series, um, we've been, I mean, in our morning series, we've been looking at, one and two kings, funnily enough, so you can mm. uh, hear about there. But on, in our evening series, we've been doing the Sermon on the Mount, which is which is what people have called the Kingdom Manifesto, isn't it? It's what what life under the King looks like. And as you say, um, you know, some people thought it was military and about earthly glory, but we've learned loads about what it actually is like, mm. haven't we? And that, does anyone want to sort of open up what life in the Kingdom looks like? So some of the things that we've learned from. The well, Sermon. I mean, his opening. Uh, 
sort of summary of where what he's going to be talking about, uh, the Beatitudes, that they're often called, uh, blessed sort of statements, is just completely opposite to the world. Mm. So here's the first one where it's got kingdom in it. It says, blessed, uh, and the word blessed means completely contained, uh, completed, uh, um, are the poor in spirit, mm. for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And so, in other words, um, to be a member of of Jesus's uh, kingdom, to be his follower, his disciples, however you want to call it, but to be a member of the kingdom is that you need to know that you're poor in spirit. Mm. You're not there coming proud. You're not there with a sword in your hand. You realize that you're a frail creature that's failed and you need King Jesus to rescue and save you and love you and... Uh, to bring you into the kingdom of God. And so it's a completely different start. It's not, I mean, you know, if Jesus was lining up, uh, you know, the people, you know, when you used to, I don't know whether this probably doesn't happen at school anymore. I'm sure it's illegal now. But when I was at school, you were lined up, weren't you, for the football team. And you had, you know, two blokes that are going to choose Yes, captains, you. didn't you? And they always chose the best first, yeah. didn't they? The strongest, the fittest, the best yeah. goalie, the best, you know, forward and so forth. And then the, the useless ones were le- mm. left to the end. Well, Jesus does it the other way around. He wants you to know that you have nothing yeah. uh, in your hands you bring, simply to the cross you cling, yeah. you know. And, 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 and it's all that he's done, and he will bring you, and he will make you a mm. kingdom person. And so blessed are the poor in spirit. It's phenomenal. Mm. And that's why the religious leaders just hated Jesus and all his kingdom preaching, because... You know, he was welcoming in tax collectors and lepers and prostitutes and uh, these people who realized that they had no hope in this world and no righteousness to cling to. Those were the ones that King Jesus wanted to welcome into his kingdom. And the Pharisees uh, couldn't face the fact that they would have to get in line with those lot if they wanted to be part of it because they really saw themselves, I guess, as the Mm. kingdom of God. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, it's completely counter what we would, what we would normally associate with words like king and kingdom. Definitely. We, um, in Seoul, our our youth group, we're looking, um, through the book of Esther at the moment and King Xerxes had, uh, concubines, a lot of sort of women that he would spend the night with. But in order to come into his sort of king's kingly presence, these women had to spend six months with like <laughs> perfumes and lotions and <laughs> six months worth of like gaining the merit to come into his his presence. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the Pharisees were similar. They were purifying themselves before God and they thought that was what meant they could come into God's presence. But actually it's repentance. It's kind of coming to God knowing you can't bring anything, mm. saying, I'm sorry, and having faith that he will receive you uh, because he forgives. Mm. Uh, it's just, yeah, it utterly disarms anyone who thinks they can mm. approach God on their own merit. Mm. And it's interesting when you come to the New Testament uh, a bit later on in Paul's letters, you know, he also uses this language of kingdom and, uh, and, and really helps us to see what we've just been talking about, that it is a spiritual thing that Jesus talks about. Um, And so he says in Colossians 1, he talks about what he's praying for the church here. And in verse 12, he says that, 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 you know, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son that he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. 
Um, so that's a really helpful verse, isn't it, for understanding the kingdom of God? Because what that tells us is that it is a spiritual thing, isn't it? That, yeah. that through Christ and through the forgiveness of sins, we are born into the kingdom of light and into the kingdom of Christ. And uh, we are rescued from our old master. You know, this is the thing. It's not that everyone in the world is kind of neutral or they belong to the kingdom of Christ. By nature, we are under the dominion of darkness. We're ruled by a wicked king, uh, if you can say that, a king of this world, Satan. And Jesus comes and through the gospel pulls us out, doesn't he, into the kingdom of light. Um, and so that's another thing. It, it's, it's, it's kind of shorthand for being saved, isn't it? It's a transferal of allegiance, mm. isn't it, from darkness to light, from death to life, from Satan to Christ. Um, all of that is tied up in, in the kingdom of God. It's a salvation term as well, mm. isn't it? Um, yeah, so when we're praying your kingdom come, that's we are praying that people become Christians, aren't we? Mm. And, we're, and we're also praying that that his kingship would be ruling in our lives. We're mm. submitting ourselves and saying, please help me to to live uh, under, under your rulership. But it, it's very important, I think, to... That people realise this that, that, that there's there's no it's not the kingdom of Jesus and then neutrality, mm. it's it's really the kingdom of Satan mm. and the kingdom of lies, mm. and the king and that's why people should listen to the devil one really uh, mm. in this A to Z thing, um, you know, uh, good old Bob Dylan song, you know, you may be an ambassador to England or France, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Yeah, uh, you'll have to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but mm. you're going to have to serve somebody. Mm. And a Christian is someone, as as Ben reminded us right at the beginning, uh, is that we repent and we believe the kingdom of God is here. We need to repent and believe. It doesn't just happen by osmosis or... Mm. Um, you know, just sitting around saying, I'm neutral. No, no, you must repent and believe. Mm. And that's the command of the king, isn't it? Mm. He's come and he's saying, my kingdom is here. Mm. We're praying his kingdom come. Mm. Then we're praying that people will repent and believe him. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the interesting thing, because we're, we're praying to God, your kingdom come. But he's he's made us kingdom builders in a sense, hasn't mm. he? Mm. Um, so it's not just us sitting and, and sort of sitting and praying and letting God get on with it. But. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus tells two parables to sort of explain what what the kingdom is like. And he says, um, this is what the kingdom of God is like, verse 26. A man scatters seed on the ground, night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces corn. So um, God is the one who's going to do the growing, but um, it, it's the scattering of the seed, which we know from other parables is the word. Mm. So the, the scattering of the word is how the kingdom is going to be yeah. grown because that's how people hear the gospel to repent and believe. Mm. Uh, because without that, no one wakes up one day going, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian today. Mm. I've, I've suddenly got faith. Um, they, they have to hear uh, the, the sort word of the word king. of the yeah. king preached yeah. and then, then they repent and believe. Um, and that's why we're ambassadors of Christ. Mm. Yeah. We're ambassadors to the king. That's yeah. all that's what all we are as Christians. Yeah. And an ambassador passes on the message from the kingdom. Yes. Mm. And that's what we're doing. We're passing on the message yeah. from the king mm. of this new kingdom. Mm. Yeah. That's really good. So we've touched on quite a few things there that, that 
You know, the kingdom of God is something promised in the past, realized in the ministry of Jesus, promised in the future. It's something we come into by repentance and faith. It's it's a new way of life that is counter what we would normally think. Um, but it's also something that's that's preached. You know, we're ambassadors here. And I think I think again, even in those in, in those parables that you, you've just referred to, you know, um, he goes on, you know, when he's talking about the mustard seed here, ju- just like the king of the kingdom. Uh, there is something that looks small and despised about it, mm. and yet it becomes massive, and its influence just spreads and spreads. And even though no one can quite work out how it's happened, you know, it has. And that's the contrast with the mustard seed. What is it like? The mustard seed is the smallest seed you plant in the ground. You yeah. hold it in your hand. It looks you can blow it off it's your hand with a, with, yep. a, with a breath, and yet it goes into the ground. And then it becomes the largest of all the garden plants. It, it's sort of with such big branches that the birds mm. of the air can perch its shade. There's, there's this massive, you know, influence of life that comes from a seed which looks so small and despised. Mm. And you think about that now. I mean, we're two thousand years on, uh, a bit more from when these parables were taught. And even though Christians have been despised for so much of world history, somehow yeah. <laughs> it's still growing all over the world and people are coming to Christ. And despite the best efforts of governments and regimes and uh, you know, secular agendas marching forward, trying to squash it out, you know, somehow <laughs> people are still coming to Christ. And, mm. and that's like Jesus, isn't it? You know, there was nothing about him that we should desire him. He's like the mustard seed. Mm. And yet he's... Lord of all, and so um, it's it's great. It gives us great confidence to keep preaching that message, doesn't it? That, yeah, that uh, it is going to grow. It's very typical preach. of God, isn't it, to take the foolish things in the world mm. and to glorify Himself through them. Um, it should give us confidence as well, because you know we stand up, and it sometimes we, as preachers, you feel a bit. I don't know. You can feel a bit deflated. You feel you're trying to offer people the the tree, but you're giving them the seed. And people go, that's pathetic. That's just a little seed you're giving me. But we're desperate, aren't we, for people to sort of come into the the kingdom to see it. Mm. Um, and, and it's it, it, it's it's funny because the world will look at people um, who are in the kingdom and, and think they're not much mm. of them either. Mm. But well, that's that's a great way to take it, but a place to take it because there's a sense in which you know that this kingdom of God message is like the mustard seed. Mm. Um, but it's like that, as you say, in the, in the individual, isn't it? Mm. So you're offering me a mustard seed and it's right, isn't it? You know, there's this, there's this gospel message which is sown into our lives and, and somehow it begins to, you know, extend its influence to everything, doesn't yeah. it? That mm. we suddenly... Well, that's a prayer again, isn't it? Your kingdom yeah. come, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. We now sort of care about what we listen to and what we look at and mm. how we treat people. And, yeah. um, you know, we see our meal times differently. It's now a gift of God, not just something I got at Tesco. You know, it begins to extend its influence throughout the individual, doesn't it? The kingdom of God. Um, and, and it has in, in Europe, um, you know, even now, even though... You know, Europe has turned to secularism and atheism and so forth, um, and a sort of deism and all of that sort of stuff. You know, it started off as this little message mm. that just broke into Rome, and and you know, it's like those little dandelion seeds that get into yeah. a crack in the concrete, and suddenly they crack the whole concrete, and that's what Christianity has done, hasn't it? And so you get books like. Um, Dominion by whatever the bloke's Tom name, Holland, yeah. Tom Holland, and uh, I mean he's not the only one. The history shows it. You know, uh, you know, reading and uh, and um, uh, uh, colleges and universities and hospitals, all in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
And it's amazing the life that this little seed has gone. Even if people don't believe it, mm. the sort of structure of the tree is still there and mm. the birds of the air are still uh, enjoying um, the structure yeah. of the tree that yeah. this seed has brought. And, yeah. and e even in the light of people mocking Christianity, mm. it still has brought yeah. a blessing. It's quite <laughs> yeah. extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Um, Brilliant. Okay. Um, so well, let's think about, I mean, before we... Um, started recording this we were, we, we were talking about some of the ways that this this kingdom message or kingdom theology could could go wrong and i suppose one of the things we were saying is that that the word kingdom implies you know or could be mistaken to mean that uh the christian life is going to be one of you know no yeah. suffering victory now exactly. healing triumphing yes um you know um absolutely yeah, about that. yeah no say? no absolutely because it's and it's very hard not to think that isn't yeah. it so king jesus who rules the whole universe mm. has come yeah now i am in his kingdom yeah i know i'm in foreign land mm. uh uh but i'm 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 a as peter says i'm a citizen of heaven mm. that lives in this in this world so my my kingdom is Christ's kingdom, but I'm a child of the king. Mm. Therefore, anyone that comes up against me <laughs> is coming up against <laughs> King Jesus. Yeah. So you you give me trouble, mate. I can zap you in the power yeah. of the name of the Lord yeah. Jesus. And that might be a disease or that might be a physical personal enemy. You know, whatever it is, I can zap them. Mm. And that is, it's so sort of, um, it makes sort of logical sense, mm. but it is not what the kingdom uh, what the king says and that's where mark's gospel is absolutely brilliant because you you start off in mark's gospel in chapter one where it talks about this is the gospel of the son of god and son of god is really like a a phrase for the king god's mm. king it's mm. it's an old testament uh you, you get that with david david is the son of god and you get it in the psalm so it's a it's an illustration of Jesus being king. So the king has blasted onto the on uh, in Mark chapter 1 mm. and 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 people are sort of following him seeing the things he could do the miracles. Then you come to Mark chapter 8 and uh you've got this whole weird miracle where there's the um the bloke who uh is healed twice. Mm. He 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 Jesus places his hands on him and he sees men, he's blind, he sees men as trees walking. Mm. Not a great miracle no. because <laughs> you're walking down the road and you see a tree coming towards you and it's a bloke or you want to go to the toilet and you think, oh, I'll just go up this tree <laughs> and it's a human. So then Jesus then heals him again, or touches him again and he sees men as men. Mm. And right in the middle of that miracle, you've got Peter who's declaring that Jesus is the king. You are the son of God. You are the king. And then Jesus says, brilliant, you're, you've, you've got it half right, or, or you're right, I'm king. Now let me tell you what I'm going to do as king. Mm. I'm going to go and die on a cross. Mm. I'm going to go and die like uh, a slave. Mm. Uh, and Peter says, no, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, and so forth, and, uh, and, and has to open his eyes mm. again to the truth. Mm that the, the, what the king has come to do is to open a glorious new kingdom for us mm. that is beyond this earth, that is bigger than this universe, that is uh, got rid of all of the sin, and the way to open that universe is for him to die. Mm. And as he dies, he opens the door of death into the new kingdom. Mm. And that's 
that is hard for us to mm. get, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it is. And even even when you, re- you know, even for Jesus's, even for those who were listening to this teaching about the kingdom, it was hard for them to get. I mean, the disciples, you know, just like us, were so slow to grasp what it meant to be a member of the kingdom. And so, I mean, one of the, one of the arguments that they seem to have constantly is about who's the greatest among yeah. them. Uh, they're arguing about which one of them will be sitting on the thrones and who will have the shiniest throne and who's and he's having to constantly uh you know um set their expectations isn't he that to, to be part of this kingdom in this kingdom servanthood is greatness in this kingdom lastness is firstness and firstness is lastness and um it doesn't mean you won't suffer i mean all of the disciples went on we we think to suffer terribly for the for the kingdom of christ so um this this idea that to be part of the kingdom of God will mean victory over sickness, mm. uh, victory over uh, all our problems, that it will mean we have status and wealth and greatness. Um, just just can't, can't. it's a round peg in a square hole, isn't yeah. it? You can't be made to fit with what Jesus actually teaches about mm. the kingdom. So um, that's, that's one way it can go wrong. It's so it? much greater as well, the kingdom that Jesus offers. I mean, if the kingdom was here and now, it would be, it would be rubbish. There are people who are living the dream in this world with the mansions and the money, and they're miserable, <laughs> um, utterly miserable. So what Jesus offers us is, is something way, way greater. And he, he, he talks about the Pharisees who pray on the street corners for everyone to see and be impressed by. And he says, truly, I tell you, they've re- already received their reward. Mm-hmm. That's it, if, that, if that's all they want. But you, if you want to be part of my kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, then, then repent and believe mm-hmm. and go through the door of death, as Pete was saying. Uh, into something that's far more unspeakably glorious than anything mm. you could have in this world. And, and the good thing is he doesn't leave us just to sort of wait in this world, but he gives us armor. Mm. So you are a citizen of heaven, have the Holy Spirit, who's a, who's a guarantee of, of what you're going to inherit. And he is um, the armor of God. And there's, a, mm. there's, you know, there's great passages about the breastplate of righteousness and the yeah. belt of truth and the helmet of salvation. And we're, we're not sort of uh, left stranded mm. but we're we're helped to sort of endure this mm. world and mm. to work whilst we're here mm. while we wait for the while future we, as well yeah 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 and these things i think are are you know we constantly need the help of the lord jesus to understand what it means to belong to his kingdom so i mean the parable of the sower is another interesting one in mark 4 where jesus is talking about uh, his ministry and the ministry of the word of god and there's this like curious bit in the middle when the disciples come to him and they're the ones who want to find out what he's been going on about. They want to find out the meaning of the parables mm. when we guess most in the crowd had just walked away. And, uh, you know, Jesus says to them, well, you know, the 12 and others around him asked him about the parables. He told them the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to those on the outside, everything is said in parables so that they may have never perceiving. And uh, the point there is that, that disciples, we need to come to Jesus, don't we? And to ask him to uh, explain the secrets of the kingdom to us, to spell out for us what this life is all, all about. Um, to some, the parables will just confuse and harden and judge them and send them away. But mm. we need to be those who say, oh, Jesus, teach me what it means to be part of your kingdom. What is that teaching about? Help me to live it out. Mm. So. We're always needing to be sharpened and realigned, aren't we, in this? We should um, um, have a question time after the service, and those who stick behind yeah. are the ones who want <laughs> who get to... the secrets. <laughs> yeah, and the others yeah, the are the people secrets. who just go, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good, good stuff. Okay, any kind of closing thoughts on this? Um, well, I was just thinking about the 
because because the there's, there's this thing, isn't it? We're we're born into the kingdom now. Mm. Uh, we we're under the king. We're asking for the kingdom to come. You know, that's we're, we're foreigners in this land, mm. um, and therefore, you know, we will suffer. And that there's just this. I've just been thinking about Moses. Although the word kingdom isn't used here, it is the whole kingdom sort of thinking. He says, by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So he, he that's he's repenting. He's saying, I don't want to be. That's not my kingdom anymore. I'm going away from the kingdom of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. He chose to be ill-treated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures um, of sin, he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. And that really is the Christian life, isn't it? We're saying, no, I'm not going to live for this kingdom with all its pleasures, the pleasures of sin uh, for a season. Um, I'm going to follow... King Jesus, who himself was ill-treated and crucified. Mm. So I suspect that will happen to me to some degree. Mm. Uh, and uh, the reason I'm going to follow that King Jesus, uh, you know, there is a reward. There will be a new mm. kingdom mm. where I won't have to battle anymore. And that sort of sums up where we are, isn't it, as in this whole area of yeah. kingdom stuff. And it's, unique, it's such a unique thing, that, isn't it? Because when you combine some of the things that we've been trying to say there, that, that, that although to be part of the kingdom of God in some ways is to, to come into a life where suffering and persecution will be part of it, as you said earlier on, it is also described as the blessed life, mm. isn't it? Mm. That, that even now, while we live under King Jesus, we are in a place of wholeness and completeness and, and happiness because we know who we are and we live under the king. And um, uh, that's that's the best place for us to be. That's where our souls were made to live, isn't it? Under King Jesus. So you've got all of this together, haven't you? Mm. Somehow it's a, the blessed life, but a life of difficulty and we enjoy it now and wait for it then and all these things go together. So um, yeah, I hope, hope that's been a helpful uh, session for you. And uh, we're going to be on the letter L next week. And uh, I think we're looking at love, aren't we? Different types of love. Sounds right. Different types of love in the Bible. Um, I won't swear it on oath, just in case. But um, <laughs> Love I is all you need. Love is all you need, yeah. yeah. And uh, just to say again, remember that these, are, uh, these A to Z podcasts are now going to be found on their own YouTube channel. So do subscribe to that. And to, our, and to our more general channel. Uh, we've referenced in this podcast a number of the sermon series that we've been doing recently in 1 and 2 Kings and in the Sermon on the Mount. So go onto our resources page. You can listen to the sermons uh, if you want to dive deeper into that and uh, do uh, join, us, join us next week for help.